Welcome to Living Fully, where we attempt to glean insights from God's Word to help us live more fully into God's intentions for us in Jesus Christ. On behalf of Dr. Warren Latham and myself, I'm Dan Dunn. We're going to spend a few days now in the few verses of Revelation in chapter 1, verses 9 through 11. I, John, your brother and companion in the suffering and kingdom and patient endurance that are ours in Jesus, was on the island of Patmos because of the Word of God and the testimony of Jesus. On the Lord's day, I was in the spirit and I heard behind me a voice like a trumpet, which said, write on a scroll what you see and send it to the seven churches, to Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamum, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea. There's something very poignant about the fact that John identifies himself to the Revelation believers as their brother and companion in suffering and kingdom and patient endurance that are ours in Jesus he wants them to know that as he relates to them the vision and message he has for them from the Lord, he does so as one of them rather than as an outsider. <laughs> like them, he too has experienced some degree of persecution and, rid and rid ridicule and has in fact been exiled to the island of Patmos. When he writes Jesus' words to the believers about being faithful, about having patient endurance, etc., he is writing as someone who can truly empathize with what they are going through because he has already gone through many of the same things himself. Empathy is something that we can all appreciate, especially if it comes from someone whose primary attitude is that of concern and love and grace. When we experience difficulties that are simply too tough to handle on our own, it can be a great comfort for someone who has experienced similar difficulties to come alongside us and give us encouragement and support us in prayer. Their empathy doesn't make the difficulties disappear, that's for certain, but it does help ease the burden, put salve on the wound, lessen the pain at least a tiny bit. And we can be thankful for people who know how to be lovingly empathetic. Furthermore, we can ask God to help us use the difficult experiences we have passed through in empathetic ways to help others. An example of this is related by Warren. He, he says, when our son Ray was killed in a plane crash as he was returning from Venezuela, we were, of course, devastated. Many people reached out to us and loved us and prayed with us. However, there is one we remember most clearly. It was a news reporter who came to our house the day after the crash. After he got his interview, he told me how he had lost his brother and how that had completely changed the lives of his family. He shared how after his brother's death, their family always spoke of before he died and after he died. Oh, that was very helpful to me, Warren says, for I did not know how to deal with such great loss. We were unfortunately introduced to a new normal, and time was marked by before Ray died and after Ray died. That reporter's empathy helped us reach out to dozens of parents who lost their children after Ray died. As I reflect on these thoughts today, I like to ask myself, when have I recently received God's empathetic care? Did I pause to give him thanks, or did I take this care for granted? Have I learned how to combine empathy with compassion? And if not, could I? Is there someone with whom I could share loving empathy today? So let us remember these words of Scripture. I, John, your brother and companion in the suffering. Let's pray. Lord God, we thank you for your tender mercies, for your compassionate care. Please show us how we can be a vessel for you to extend loving empathy through us to others. Even today, Lord God, please give us an opportunity to be used in that way. And to you will go all the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. May you live fully in Jesus' day.
and may he live fully in you.